We meet today in Proverbs chapter 10, verse 1 to verse 30. We sing the Proverbs of Solomon, written and set in order by himself. Actually, this begins the second major division of the book of Proverbs. Here we see that the young student is given some guidelines for his life. These are lessons that you and I also are to learn in the school of Christ. A wise son makes a glad father, but a foolish son is the grief of his mother. Proverbs 10 verse 1. A wise son makes a father glad. Now, have you ever noticed that when a father has a son who has gone to school and has made good grades or has been outstanding as an athlete or in some other accomplishment, the old man goes around and he brags about his son and tells everyone about him. My boy has his PhD and he is teaching in college. My boy is on the football team. And even here, we do have in Shona a way that parents boast about their children. They would announce and say, that is my son. But suppose the boy failed or didn't make the team. Then the father becomes very quiet and doesn't say anything about him at all. He just keeps his mouth shut. But a foolish son is the grief of his mother. It is the mother who grieves at a time like that. The father just keeps quiet about it and ignores it. What a picture of life this is. A boy can be a wise son or a foolish son. Either one. Treasures of wickedness profit nothing, but righteousness delivers from death. Treasures of wickedness profit nothing, but righteousness delivers from death. Proverbs 10 verse 2. Treasures of wickedness profit nothing. Here men who have accumulated a great fortune have had to leave it here. They couldn't take it with them and they never really enjoyed it while they were here. They profit nothing. If they are treasures of wickedness, righteousness delivers from death. You see, Christ has been made to us not only wisdom, but righteousness. And whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. John 3 verse 16. The Lord will not allow the righteous soul to famish, but he casts away the desire of the wicked. Proverbs 10 verse 3. The Lord will not allow the righteous soul to famish, but he casts away the desire of the wicked. You remember that I have mentioned that I think there is a proverb for everyone and a proverb that fits certain characters in the Bible. When we remember that, the Lord will not allow the righteous soul to famish. We think of Joseph. He was sold into Egypt and must have felt that he had come to the end and that God had seemed far away from him. Yet he had faith in God. We know that God did not forsake him. So God arranged it that eventually he was brought out of prison and was made the prime minister of the land of Egypt and he provided for him. He who has a slack hand becomes poor, but the hand of the diligent makes rich. Proverbs 10 verse 4. 
He who has a slack hand becomes poor, but the hand of the diligent makes rich. Now what a difference there is in people. Some wonderful Christians are so generous and others are so stingy. It is interesting that the tight individual has that kind of life. He seems uptight all the time. By contrast, the generous man has a full life and is hilarious. Don't you think this verse would fit Abraham? He was a generous man. He told his nephew, Lord, take any part of the land you want and I will take what is left. Well, you see, it is a very generous man who will divide real estate like that. Abraham had the right to do the choosing first. He certainly knew that the choice land was the well-watered plains of Jordan. Lot must have thought Abraham was very foolish not to move down there. But since Abraham had given Lot the opportunity to choose, he chose the rich land down there in the plain. With a very slack hand, very selfishly, he chose the best for himself. But in the end, he lost everything. But the hand of the diligent makes rich. Now that is important. There are two words that won't go together in the Bible. Faith and laziness will not mingle. A lazy Christian is not a Christian with real faith in God. The one who is diligent is the one who will work, the one who will labor. And this reminds me also of the Apostle Paul. When the Lord called him, he certainly did not get a lazy individual. He found a hard worker. God calls us to work. We read in God's word, he who will not work should not eat as well. Whatever your hands finds to do, do it with all your might. He who gathers in summer is a wise son. He who sleeps in harvest is a son who causes shame. Proverbs 10 verse 5. You see, here is another proverb of contrast. The boy who is called wise is the one who works in summer. The lazy boy is the one who sleeps during the time of the harvest. He is not the one who is going to get the job done. My friend, especially you young people, you need to recognize that God wants to train you and he wants to school you. Remember that he who gathers in summer is a wise son. These statements in the book of Proverbs are tremendous eternal truths. They are truths not to send you soaring into the heavenly places, but they are truths to equip you for the sidewalks of your own town. They are truths to equip you for the life that you live in your community, within your fellowship. If they are not working for you, there is nothing wrong with them, but there is something wrong simply with you. Blessings are on the head of the righteous, but violence covers the mouth of the wicked. Proverbs 10 verse 6. What a picture we have here of two men in the Old Testament. Blessings are on the head of the righteous. That reminds me of Samuel. But violence covers the mouth of the wicked or the, the lawless. And that reminds me of Saul. The memory of the righteous is blessed, but the name of the wicked will rot. Proverbs 10 verse 7. 
Now, I think of this in connection with certain individuals who a few years ago were famous, but today they are fading away. I am of the opinion that men of this generation will be forgotten in the next 20 years, in the next 50 years. Yet, the memory of such outstanding people of God will remain. Think of the name of Billy Graham, the name of L.D. Moody, the name of Charles Haddon Spurgeon, maybe the name of Bernard Mizek, who accomplished something for God. Those names continue to live on. What kind of a name will you leave? The wise in heart will receive commands, but a prating fool will fall. Now, prating is literally word-mouthing. He is the one who is always talking. That one is a prating fool. He is wise in his own conceit. By contrast, the wise in heart will receive commandments. Remember there was a king by the name of Nebuchadnezzar who listened to the counsel of Daniel. And what happened? He prospered. There was another king by the name of Belshazzar. He was a fool. A royal banquet one night marked the end of him and his kingdom in Daniel chapter 5. You see, he was a prating fool. He who walks with integrity walks securely, but he who perverts his ways will become known. Proverbs 10 verse 9. This is expressed in our proverb, honest is the best policy. You see, he who winks the eye causes trouble, but a prating fool will fall. Again, we have the word prating coming a second time. Here is something that is quite interesting. The eye and the mouth shall be in agreement. When you see a man say something and wink, it means he doesn't mean what he has said. His mouth and his mind are not in agreement. When they are not in agreement, it will cause a great deal of sorrow. Whom does this verse fit? Well, how about Judas Iscariot? The kiss of Judas certainly was a kiss of betrayal. The kiss is meant to denote affection, but it certainly didn't mean that for him. And there are many people today who will smile at you, yet it will be a plastic smile. We ought to make sure that what is happening with our eyes in our minds is reconciling with what is happening in our hearts. Wisdom is found on the lips of him who has understanding, but a road is for the back of him who is devoid of understanding. Proverbs 10 verse 13. The whole world came to hear the wisdom of Solomon, but a rod is for the back of him who is devoid of understanding, characterizes his son Rehoboam. He would not listen to the advice of the wise old men. He listened to the young men who had grown up with him. As a result, he brought division and civil war to his nation. We see that in First Kings chapter 12. Wise people... Store up knowledge, but the mouth of the foolish is near destruction.
Proverbs 10 verse 14. All the time the wise man is gathering up knowledge. The foolish man has one foot in the grave and the other on a banana peel. Very slippery. The labor of the righteous leads to life. The wages of the wicked to sin. Now this proverb makes me think of Cain and Abel. The labor of the righteous leads to life. Abel raised sheep, and he brought a little lamb for his sacrifice. The wages of the wicked, that is the produce of the lawless, to sin. That was Cain. In rebellion, he brought the fruit of the ground. The Apostle Paul expressed it this way in Romans 8 verse 6. For to be carnally minded is death. And this is directed to the Christians. Death for him means separation from God in the way of fellowship. God is not going to fellowship with a carnally minded person. When the proverb says, the labor of the righteous leads to life, it is fellowship with God. Abel was a saved man. The wages of the wicked to sin, characterizing Cain, he was not saved. He who keeps instruction is in the way of life, but he who refuses correction goes astray. Proverbs 10 verse 17. This would apply to Absalom, David's son. He wouldn't accept reproof or rebuke. He made a big mistake in attempting to seize the kingdom from his father. And the result is he died. Whoever hides hatred has lying lips. And whoever spreads slander is a fool. Proverbs 10 verse 18. What a terrible thing it is to have someone pretend to be your friend and later you discover that he is really your enemy. That person is actually a fool. You catch on him after a while. Anyone who slanders is also a fool. God has given specific commandments regarding this. You shall not go about as a tell bearer among your people. That is Leviticus 19 verse 16. It goes on to say, You shall not hurt your brother in your heart. You shall surely rebuke your neighbor and not be a sin because of him. That is verse 17 of Leviticus 19. Don't flatter a man when you actually hurt him, but neither are you to slander that man. And of course, this describes a man in scripture. Remember that Joab pretended to be a friend of Abner. He lowered him out of the city and then killed him. The lips of the righteous feed many, but fools die for lack of wisdom. Now, again, I think of Samuel the great judge of Israel, in contrast to Saul, the king who played the fool. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. Proverbs 10 verse 22. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. Now there are those who live in pleasure and think that they are living it up. But as they get closer to the end, they find life unbearable. The blessings of the Lord make one rich. And he adds no sorrow with it. You see, the contemporary Christian, by his indifference to moral and doctrinal wrong, and by his laxiness in his way of living, is missing a great deal that God has for him. 
To do evil is like sport to a fool, but a man of understanding has wisdom. <laughs> this is good advice for the young person and the old alike. As vinegar to the teeth and smoke to the eyes, so is the lazy man to those who send him. Proverbs 10 verse 26. As vinegar to the teeth and smoke to the eyes, so is the lazy man to those who send him. Proverbs 10 verse 26. Did you ever send a lazy boy on an errand, and then you stand first on one foot and then on another waiting for him? He is not coming. You begin to worry. That's just like vinegar to the teeth and a smoke to the eyes. The fear of the Lord prolongs days, but the years of the wicked shall be shortened. Proverbs 10 verse 27. This certainly was true in the Old Testament days. God promised long days to those who obeyed him. Perhaps you are thinking, doesn't he promise that today? No, he promises us eternal life that will even be better quality of life as well as quantity. The righteous shall never be removed, but the wicked shall not inherit the earth. Proverbs 10 verse 30 The righteous shall never be removed, but the wicked shall not inherit the earth. My friend, let's look at history with that in view. All of the great world leaders, the kings and the captains, have disappeared. The pharaohs, the Caesars, the Alexander the Great, Napoleon, they are all gone. The wicked shall not inherit the earth. Because God has a form of government that is to be a monarchy. All the types of government that we think about, the ideologies that we apply today in this world, they are not the one that God has. His is a monarchy. There will be no dictatorship equal to the lordship of Jesus Christ when he takes over the rulership of this earth. And the righteous shall never be removed. What a prospect, what a joy, what a delight. You can have copies of the notes and outlines used for these Living Word for Africa programs so you can follow them as you listen. For your copies, please send an email to info at twrafrica.org. Please say which book of the Bible you want them for and be sure to include your name and contact information. Let me repeat that email address for you. Info at twrafrica.org